Episode 13, who do you give your baggage to? The thing about being a leader, sometimes it feels pretty lonely. Heavy decisions and indecision can weigh on you. I know it does me. Who do you turn to when your baggage is starting to feel heavy, Jen? The valet. The Speakeasy Podcast. Honest conversations about leadership and sanity in the creative industry. I'm Karen Steffel. And I'm Jen Estel. Managing creativity and business? We probably have an opinion on that. No prohibitions. Clearly, we have cocktails. Giving baggage to a valet feels like a different day in time. You know, sort of classic, like our cocktail on the sidecar. Ooh, tell me about this cocktail. Well, it's kind of inspired by the topic. Get it? You put your baggage in the sidecar. <laughs> oh, so much baggage. Oh, you know, no two sidecars taste alike, and apparently they're not supposed to. This recipe is from Pouring Ribbons in the East Village, NYC, so it's a beauty of a drink. You know, you pour it over ice in your beautiful glass and take a moment while you consider the world around you, I suppose. It is. It's a bit of a slowdown drink for sure, because otherwise it's much too strong to power through. But um, maybe that's exactly what we should be doing, is slowing down and thinking about our baggage. Here's the thing, though. Business ownership, it comes with some burdens. It's kind of, for me, sometimes it's very lonely. There is so much as a business owner or as a leader or a manager that you just can't turn off at 5 o'clock and go home. So this felt like an interesting topic for us as we're sort of doing that clear the air, get ready to tackle the year that you do in January. I do feel like entrepreneurship is, think about the world of baggage. I'm always very amazed when women go out and they can wear a little wristlet. My instant thought is, that's cute. How does everything fit in that? And maybe that's who I am in the world, but that's also how baggage feels like being an entrepreneur. Like nothing is a wristlet. Would you be in a backpack or a briefcase? Uh, backpacks are nice because they take the burden off the lower back. I'm a fan of the backpack. But, um, yeah, if you look inside my bag, it's filled with smaller bags. Oh, I sure. have, like, a small bag for technology and a small bag for makeup and a small bag for, like, oatmeal and tea. Like, I have the weirdest things in my purse. Well, and I have 47 bags every day. I've got the bag with the work things and the bag with the purse and the bag with the lunch in it and the bag with the things my kids left at the house that they need at school. So I feel like a bag lady every time I walk out the door. So this is a great topic for us, I think. It really is. So how heavy is your baggage and what kind of baggage is it? Oh, you know, the normal, I didn't get to this, the kids have to do that, I'm worried about X, Y, or Z at work. I think that baggage is just everywhere. The catch is I sometimes struggle with figuring out who you give it to. I don't feel like it's anyone's responsibility to solve my problems other than mine, which probably isn't the healthiest mentality. And your bags are certainly different than before. Oh, well, sure. You know, my children are older, and in some ways that's infinitely easier because they come with less bags. I don't need a diaper bag anymore or this, that, and the other. My business is more mature, so the things I worry about are entirely different than they used to be. Most of my baggage, though, financially comes with extra zeros at the end because the business is bigger, so that's good times. Which is great because you can carry that responsibility yourself, but then that comes with just shifted responsibility. So you've upgraded your bag. <laughs> you've upgraded your bag from backpack to a leather briefcase, right? That's, that's right. I think for me, loneliness is the hardest part and the place where I find most baggage. Being the person to always have to have the answer at the end of the day, the buck stops here, all that nonsense that goes with being the boss, really it feels like a lonely place. So the things that I'm unsure about when I'm unsure or the things that I have yet to resolve 
I don't feel that I have tons of people to share that with or that I'm comfortable sharing that with. How about you? What's your baggage? I definitely have an understanding of what it feels to be lonely um, at work. I'm different than you in that I have a business partner who I get to make a lot of decisions with. We have very different skill sets with a very similar foundation of values. So it's very rare that we disagree on what we want to achieve, but it is common to maybe disagree on what we want to do to get there. So I don't feel so lonely in business decisions as maybe you might, but I do feel like in the last year, our office manager of 10 years has transitioned to a new role for herself professionally, which we're very happy for her. I've taken it upon myself to try on what it feels like to be without an admin person in the office. And um, it's been an interesting experiment. There have been times where that's rolled just fine, and there are other times where I feel completely overwhelmed. So I think my baggage currently is overwhelm as I evaluate what I want for support moving forward. That's kind of my baggage. What do you want for support moving forward? Have you decided? Um, I think it's absolutely administrative support, but I'm not sure that our small business where our inventory is time, where we're ruled by the billable hour, I'm not sure there's space in our business anymore for um, a non-revenue generating person. And so I think the support will look different. It might be project management or some sort of account services of some sort. Even though I spend a, a fair amount of time in overwhelm because I have this gap in administrative support, what I do understand is that I feel like a pack animal. I'm strong like mule. <laughs> but that's just false. You know, you have to give your baggage to someone. We are incredibly strong. I feel like entrepreneurs and leaders can carry more baggage than your average bear, maybe. And that is in some ways a badge of honor. However, really, it's a bad idea. We really should have somebody to give that to, right? I think having the ability to carry a lot of burden means that you have thick skin and broad shoulders and all of the things, right? All of those cliches. But at the same time, does that mean that you should? No, you shouldn't. When you make the decisions that you're making, is it because those are intentional decisions or because, you know, that's just how it is for now? And so for me, being overwhelmed is just how it is for now. Yeah. And I look forward to sharing some burden. I, I, I look forward to sloughing off one of those sacks. And it's funny how you use that idea for now, because every time I do find a way to delegate or pass off a task or relieve something that's been burdening me or that feels like baggage, it's like a wonderful aha moment of, of course, this is how it's supposed to go. It feels so much lighter and more efficient, and that person's better at it anyway, and this is so much better than it was. And then you can also then pick up a different bag yeah. and fill it with something much more strategic or much more in your wheelhouse or the thing that you've put off, the sack that you're like, sorry, I can't pick it up right now. Or I could fill it with Tootsie Rolls and booze. I don't know. It's just, it's kind of literal, your baggage. I feel like I'm going to have to go home and do an audit of all of my purses and bags and see what's up to snuff and what I put in them. Here's the deal. I have a lot of cute bags. People who know me well know that I'm no fashionista and I carry the same damn bag all year long until it falls apart. But if you looked in my closet, you would find a lot of really cute little purses. You know, if I can work them in once a year, that's exciting for me. And they definitely don't fit an iPhone. They fit like a little skinny mirror that came with them and some lipstick and one key. One key. They're that's tiny. all you get. That's all you get. But then that's a symbol of going out one night and having no baggage. Just going out and being free. That's true. Speaking of freeing yourself up, who do you give your baggage to? Well, there's always your spouse who is, you know, bound by vow to listen to you complain. <laughs> True. Um, the challenge is both Karen and I have been married for a while, and so our spouses have heard every variation of any disaster or conundrum that could have happened in our offices. 
And after a while, I'm assuming that gets repetitive and or boring to listen to, perhaps. Both of our spouses have probably heard every single one of our either complaints or fears or frustrations. And they're both very intelligent people. They're engineer. They have engineering brains, right? And so they, they want to solve things. But both of them work in corporate America and don't have the same worldview as we do in small business. In small they're business. just very different. Um, so at some point, your spouse is no longer an option for dumping on, or you have to regulate. You do. You have to regulate how much you can dump on your spouse. And, you know, I have a lot of dear friends for whom we talk about the challenges of work and we talk about the challenges of family, but unless they work in your industry, they might not have any understanding of what you're going through or how to solve a problem. So sometimes friends are a challenge as well, and you need to do your part by listening to them and their baggage. Well, and I actually read a a federal small business poll that was published by Huffington Post that said that only 14% of all business owners really feel comfortable sharing with friends and family for that exact reason, that at some point you're either just seen as complaining or the um, sounding board isn't valuable enough that you're getting stuff back. And is it, I mean, do you think that we just want to vent or is it that we're looking for feedback? I think most of the time I'm looking for feedback. No, well, in I don't know the answer That's to that question. the question of the day. Yeah. Maybe we're just vending because work is hard. So when I ask you who you give your baggage to, I'm just asking who your valet is. <laughs> right. <laughs> Holding it for a moment. You know, I find that the paid professionals are a good place to go. You know, my CPA has to listen to me and my lawyer has to listen to me because I'm paying them by the hour. So, and they have the skill to actually solve a problem or hold on to that baggage with care and responsibility. So... I find that paid professionals are a really great place to put your business baggage anyway. In a different segment, there are other paid professionals like bartenders and (laughs) your stylist. Your Uber driver. You got it. I have vented to an Uber driver who really made a difference in my life. How about swim deck? Swim deck. Oh, yeah. Shrink sessions. I was telling Karen the other day, um, one of the... I'm a swim mom. Our kids our, our kids swim and they smell like chlorine all the time. And another swim mom and I found ourselves just venting. Her life looks very different than mine. She has a different set of, of concerns than I do. But it was kind of fun to just dump all your concerns on someone and they would dump theirs back. And while none of our concerns matched, we both looked at each other like, man, life is hard. Yeah, sure is. Gotta go. And that felt really nice. I feel like that transparency is really freeing. You know, when you're able to be honest, which is really what this podcast is about, you know, when you're able to just be honest about what's so for you under any sort of topic umbrella, you just feel really, really freed up, which is, I think, the point about this topic, about your baggage and giving your baggage to someone, because you have to give it to someone. I know that there's a fair amount of time that I give it to my business partner, but I also know that since our current state is overwhelmed, that he's just as overwhelmed as I am in a different set of obligations and tasks because we're both sharing this gap in right. in um, employment right now. And so while he might dump on me about how overwhelmed he is and then I give it right back to him, neither one of us has spent any time solving one another's problems because at the end of the day, we know what the solution is. Right. We're just not ready to define and move forward with that solution. So if you're an excellent project manager, <laughs> reach out on social media. <laughs> The truth of the matter is baggage happens when you have something that's undone and something that is vexing you for whatever reason. Once it's solved and put away, it's no longer baggage, right? So that's our job. We have to get it done. 
undone things absolutely cause stress. And it's like I was saying earlier, we really can only carry so much. And even though that we're strong women and we have a lot of expertise in um, managing that level of stress, at some point it does come to a head. And so you're right. It sucks you dry. And if you don't unpack some of your baggage, you don't leave any room for something else to show up. Well, here's my question then for you. What do you do to relieve those burdens and to get rid of that baggage? You have three choices. You either carry all the baggage until the weight crushes you, which is not what we're up for at all. Nobody's ideal solution. No. So you either unpack it for yourself or you have to give it to someone else. So... What do you do to unpack it yourself? Well, one of the things I do is, and honestly, I learned this in Dale Carnegie, you figure out your worst possible scenario and you prepare for it. It's a trick they teach you in Dale Carnegie. And once you've prepared for the worst, then you are capable of handling anything less than that. And so I think naming your baggage, articulating what it is, is the first step to unpacking it and getting rid of it, right? Yeah. So I really like to just talk about it. Even if I had to talk to myself because my spouse and my friends have stopped listening, but really articulating everything that's wrong, everything that I'm worried about, write it down or just talk to yourself when you're in the car, naming it makes it smaller for me anyway. And then you can start to eat away at problem solving. It's that old thought about like, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. You got it. I start with the ears. How about you? Oh, elephant ears are delicious. <laughs> little powdered sugar. Uh, carny food. So, but the other thing is, is that you sometimes just have to step away. So you can identify it, name it, but also just walking away for a minute. That change of scenery, that time off. Maybe um, you and I have both talked about our love of being outside and having that change of scenery or, or connecting with nature gives us a whole new perspective on things. Makes us kind of renew our souls a little bit. That's true. When you get a larger perspective, maybe you look at the things that have been vexing you and decide they're really not that big of a deal anyway. Absolutely. And what I notice is that, and maybe this is on my mind um, only because of our holiday film, but we talked a lot about that it was the little things that were actually the big things and that the big things didn't matter much at all. I love that holiday film. I look forward to them every single year. So now I only have to wait another 11 months to see the next one. Yes. Um, But the other option then is to also give that baggage to someone. I know that's kind of the genesis of our relationship, at least as the podcast is concerned, that um, we gave our baggage to each other for a little while before we started this podcast. And even though spouses and friends weren't cutting the mustard, I think having peers that are in a safe place that aren't competitive peers but are similar industries is incredibly helpful. Let me ask you this question. Do you think women carry more baggage than men do? Women entrepreneurs? Yeah. Compared to their male counterparts? Yeah, let's go with that. I think the day-to-day mechanics of running a business aren't gendered, but everything else about being a woman leader is getting a seat at the table, how you approach your team, and definitely how we manage the balance of work versus home. Uh, The truth of the matter is for the entrepreneurial folks like us, there's always some baggage. There's always something that you are left holding. You don't know what to do. You didn't get done by the end of the day. And that stuff will really weigh on you if you don't work to get rid of it. As Karen mentioned, there's only so much you can carry. So you've got to you know, walk it out, run it out, swim it out, toss it over the edge, get rid of it in some regard in order to stay healthy and sane. Yeah, finding that balance so that you've got good self-care practices allow you to be a much more effective leader. Whatever you do this year, just make sure that you evaluate every now and then how much burden you are carrying and whether it's an appropriate amount of burden or if it's the right set of 
burdens to be carrying, whether you can share it with someone else or just let it go completely. Right, because you can't get to your goals and you can't make it long term if you're weighed down with things that don't matter. Listeners, I'll tell you what, this sidecar has been amazing. It's helped us carry our baggage at least for the past few minutes, which is pretty exciting. I am so thankful for our listeners who listen to our baggage, too. Hopefully we make your load a little bit lighter in the process. At least that's our hope. If that's the case, what do we want them to do, Jen? Well, we want them to reach out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can find us at Easy Underground. And on the website, it's thespeakeasypodcast.com. We get lots of people with direct messages and in passing telling us that they listen all the time, and that's great to hear. So we appreciate you guys. And if you're an iTunes person who listens to podcasts that way, definitely subscribe and also leave us a review. We always appreciate that so that people can find us a little bit easier. And next time... Yeah, next time you want to tune in, we're going to be talking about what our kids have taught us about clients. Between us, we've got kids who are just out of diapers and kids that are nearly graduating high school. And each one takes different tactics, just like clients. Tune in next time. 